Do you have to be a good person to make good art? Is your art supposed to be a reflection of your moral character? I think art can be a helpful initial way to examine things we're afraid of. And usually stuff we're afraid of, you know, inside or outside ourselves, it's usually not the good stuff that scares us. To me, the best art is the stuff that deals with things that tend to make you cynical and bitter. You know, look at the shows we watch on TV or, you know, films. We don't get attached to perfect characters. We obsess over people with flaws who do terrible things to each other. And, you know, you let the actors explore those characters without assuming that's what they're like in their normal lives. You know, people don't confuse actors with what they portray on stage or on screen. You know, we, uh, we watch MMA fighters pummel the crap out of each other. You like my pummeling? Do I look like I could pummel someone? But we, but we watch MMA fighters pummel the crap out of each other. You know, what's that about? What aspect of humanity is that exploring in a controlled way? You know, people don't consider fighters to be horrible people after they nearly kill each other in an arena, you know? As long as they abide by the rules, you know, fight fair. There are still some rules, you know, you can't go completely batshit crazy in there. You know, you gotta, you gotta play by the rules. I don't know, just audiences, audiences don't have much tolerance for nuance and subtlety when it comes to stand-up in a lot of ways, you know? And they've been trained to be that way because bizarrely, it's been deemed perfectly acceptable for journalists, <laughs> journalists, to you know, rip whatever a comedian says out of context and report it, you know, as factual proof of what a disgusting, reprehensible human being this comedian is for saying what they said. I don't know. Like we accept making movies and writing novels and plays about very taboo subjects. We understand that engaging with those ideas does not have to be interpreted literally, but somehow. We frequently forget this in stand-up, you know? And I, I don't know, maybe it's lack of respect for the art form. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, the performance is more immediate and there's just one person, you know, standing in front of you. So it's easy to confuse the person for the art. But I don't know, people completely conflate ideas being explored on stage with the exact opinions of the performer. And that is so crazy. <laughs> it's such a failure to understand the art, you know, and if, you know, people worry about safe spaces and that is fine and valid to some extent. Like if you're actively being traumatized and you're depressed and anxious, yeah, like we probably shouldn't be stressing you out more and making your life worse, right? Go hang out in a safe space, you know, get healthy, focus on you and taking care of yourself. That's important. That's genuinely important, 100%. You need to take care of yourself. You don't need to be burdened by other people's crap while you're struggling in some basic ways with your health or your mental health, you know? However, caveat, asterisk, you know, as a society, maybe not you as an individual at this very moment, but as a society, we need spaces for controversy. You know, we need spaces for disagreement about good and bad, 
right and wrong, you know, because people don't agree about stuff <laughs> as if I needed to tell you that. People need spaces to disagree about stuff in non-violent ways with words, with thoughts, you know, thoughts and words that don't agree with each other need to be able to mix together and get sorted out and played around with, you know? And I like artistic spaces for that purpose. I think they're better at it than overtly political spaces. I think our political spaces are a mess and it's frustrating that it's also bleeding over into artistic spaces. I think art is about pushing us beyond our current cultural constructs. Art is on the leading edge of thought, if it's any good, right? If it's art of any significant quality, it's wrestling with ideas in ways that you'll never hear articulated on the news or on Twitter, right? There's more latitude for experimentation with norms in art, right? Including ethical norms. A lot of people don't like that, but we need a space for that to happen. Art doesn't have to be an expression of sincere, deeply held beliefs. It can be a sincere exploration and examination of beliefs. Those are not the same thing, right? Art can be this open-ended journey of the questioning. It doesn't have to have the answers. It doesn't have to have a perfectly articulated thesis statement that sums it all up and proves how right you are. That's not what art is about. That's not what stand-up comedy is about. If you think that's what stand-up's about, you don't really understand it. You know, I'm planting my flag pretty firmly there. <laughs> Come at me if you want to, you know? It's a weird time to be doing stand-up. You know, I've never, I've, I've never, honestly, I've never had any issues personally with anyone having a real problem with anything I've said on stage. I've never been the center of any controversy. I haven't, I've never had any confrontations, but it is so strange to me the way people react to stand-up compared to how we react to other art forms, you know? Part of it is that some people do use jokes, hmm, jokes, you know, as a way to cloak saying something mean or shitty about another person or group of people. 100%, that happens. But I would also never defend that as good art, you know. Art can also be low quality, right? You know, I would say it's something you do have to allow because making good art requires going through a process of making bad art no matter what the art form, you know? You have to accept that a lot of bad art is going to exist if you want the good stuff. You know, that little juicy nugget of, of fantastic, right? That's what we're all looking for. Also, lots of comics aren't perfect people in their actual lives, myself included. You know, comedians, we're flawed people. We do bad things, just like every one of you watching this video, you know? Human beings, we aren't good, you know? It's very strange to me that we expect artists to be less flawed than the rest of us. Like, as far as I can tell, everybody's a mess, you know? But I don't know, maybe I haven't met the right people. Maybe there's maybe there's good people out there I, I don't know about, but you know, that, that whole, uh, you know, people in glass houses shouldn't shouldn't throw stones things thing saying comes to mind, right? Glass house, if you live in a glass house, don't throw a stone. I think we all live in a glass house. That's my opinion. Part of the problem is admittedly, you know, celebrities do, some celebrities try to cultivate an image of like moral superiority. So that does set them up for failure when their flaws are inevitably exposed at some point, you know? And no question, some artists' moral lapses are significantly more extreme than others. You know, I'm not defending anyone or excusing anyone's morally indefensible actions, all right? It's not 
that I don't believe ethical norms are valuable. They're critical for a functional society. You have to have ethical norms. There's no question, you know, being a great artist doesn't give you any extra permission to behave horribly toward others or violate their dignity. You have no extra latitude in, in that area. Of course not. It's just interesting to me that we tie the person so intimately to the art they create. And there's this idea that the art and what it was expressing is invalidated by the moral failings of the artist. Because, you know, art in the first place doesn't seem to me to be something that is ethical or needs to be ethical in order to say something valuable or, you know, be insightful. I see art as a reflection of the human condition. And I don't think human beings are purely good. You know, who thinks that? I think that there are lots of awful and troubling things about us, you know, again, myself included. I'm not a good person, you know, I'm not a bad person. I'm a person, I'm a person, a person. And I think art should reflect that. If it doesn't, then it's going to be somewhat dishonest. You know, it's gonna be missing something. There's gonna be a disconnect. Maybe that's the prime virtue of good art, honesty. Maybe that should be the, uh, the artist's ethical code be honest and authentic in expressing yourself. The good bits and the bad bits. Well, that's it. You've reached the end of the episode. Welcome to the podcast outro. An outro is the opposite of an intro. Kind of like an innie versus an outie when it comes to belly buttons. Comedy Obsessed, a podcast featuring Mike Frank of anotherlazymillennial.com. If you haven't figured it out, this is a podcast about stand-up comedy. I'm a stand-up comic. I don't think stand-up is well understood by that many people. Comedy nerds like me, you know, we respect it as an art form. Lots of other people have a rather low opinion of it. I understand why. You know, there's lots of rough, bad, gross, disappointing comedy out there. I've made plenty of it. But I also don't think that that low opinion of the art of comedy is justifiable. I think stand-up is a beautiful, challenging, rewarding, complex art form that deserves as much respect as any other performing art. It's incredibly impressive when someone is able to write and perform stand-up that is wildly funny and even simultaneously insightful. I'm not saying that happens all the time, or even the majority of the time, but when it does happen, I think it's incredible. So this is a podcast where I discuss my own struggles with trying to do that incredible thing. I'm going to talk about my experience, what I've learned over the years writing and performing stand-up, things I've picked up on to try to do it better, nuances to the art form you can't fully appreciate until you've actually experienced them in some capacity, but I'm still, probably futilely, going to try to relate those lessons to others interested in stand-up, whether you've done it or not. I'm a bit of a nerd, I've got a background in philosophy from when I was in college, I also maintain a deep interest in psychology and neuroscience. 
poke around in economics, history, and literature. There's a list of book recommendations on my website that you can check out if you're interested in any of those things. Weirdly enough, I find ways for these subjects to inform my understanding of stand-up. Hopefully, you find the discussion of these ideas to be as satisfying to your own curiosity as I have to mine. I should also mention that I'm a dentist. That's my day job. I have a YouTube channel where I'm trying to teach people how to take care of their teeth and improve their oral health. Oral health, that's mouth health. I want to help you with your mouth health because I think that our healthcare system is failing and I don't think that trends within the industry are heading in a good direction. I don't think I can really reverse those trends with anything I do working as a dentist. And you might be thinking, how are YouTube videos supposed to help people improve their dental health? Preventative medicine. It's the most powerful weapon we've got to reverse the healthcare crisis in America. I truly believe that. I'm trying to make a positive contribution to that struggle. So, you can find me on YouTube. My channel is Another Lazy Millennial. It's all one word when you search it. Google will ask you if you meant Another Lazy Millennial as three separate words, and you can defiantly state to Google, no, I meant it as one word because I want to find Mike Frank's YouTube channel Thank you very much. That's what you should tell Google. Uh, there's dental stuff there. There's stand-up stuff there. I'm a weirdo, but I've decided I'm finally committed to being me instead of hiding what I'm really like. So congratulations. This is me, y'all. My website is anotherlazymillennial.com. If you give me your email address on that website, I'll be sure to keep you up to date about future comedy tours and projects I hope to create. You can find me on Instagram at Comedic Exposure. That's C-O-M-E-D-I-C-E-X-P-O-S-U-R-E, Comedic Exposure. I take photos of comics there. I'll be posting stand-up clips there. I'll also likely be posting clips out of this podcast there. I'm on TikTok at Mike underscore the underscore dentist, as well as a separate TikTok account where I'll be posting stand-up clips at Mike Frank Comedy. That's M-I-K-E. F-R-A-N-K-E comedy. All right. Thanks for listening. Honestly, really appreciate it. If you've listened, listened to this whole spiel, please share with anyone who you think would like any of this stuff I'm doing. Ask me questions on YouTube and TikTok. I'll do my best to be responsive and helpful. So yeah, that's about it. Go ahead and get outside, go on a walk, get some exercise, get some sleep, hug somebody you care about, read a book, Do something challenging and worthwhile. Have a lovely day.